Hey, what's going up, y'all? This is Bud Elliott, and this is the Winston Reaction Podcast. Looking forward to this. I think I messed up my lighting, so I'm going to go ahead and screw with that. Is that a little better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we are back in here. Florida State 41, Wake Forest 16. Pretty nice day for the Knowles. You outgained Wake Forest uh, by an even 300 yards before kneel downs. Really a dominant effort. Uh, in the box score, and I think a pretty satisfying victory uh, for FSU overall. Um, a couple things we can nitpick, which I'm sure that we will, but overall in the day, I think Florida State fans have to be extremely happy with this one. You come off an emotional win over a ranked team at Duke, or sorry, against Duke, you know, which is a tough late night game, and you go. And you go and you and you win by 25 points on the road. The game was effectively over at halftime. Not technically garbage time, but I think uh, I think you knew, and uh, just pretty obvious how that was going to go. So let's go ahead and go through a couple things here. Uh, look, offensively, I think I don't know that FSU played quite as well as the scoreboard says, because, but at the same time, like wakes, not a terrible defense. We talked about this. They're not great, but they're not, they're not awful. And you know, the Knowles go out, they put up 41. They do put up more than 500 yards on a success rate basis. I, I think there's some room to complain a little bit. If you are viewing this team with a, you know, can this team win a natty type lens, right? I would expect a natty type team potentially to go out and put up like a 45, you know, 50% uh, success rate on, on Wake Forest. And FSU was at 38, um, you know, so pretty good, but not necessarily amazing. Um, some troubling things that you saw continued three, like continued pass pressure against a three man rush. Uh, that's the second week in a row that a football team has gone in there and got pressure on Jordan Travis off a three man rush. So, you know, not uh, not great. Uh, but look, this team has a lot of weapons. It has a really good play caller in Mike Norvell, really good offensive coach, and it has a good defense. This is one of the best teams in the country, and today it, for the most part, played like it. You know, Wake was pretty determined. It looked like to take away the run, they would rotate a lot of guys down late, um, and yet you still had some decent success rushing the football. Uh, you had a couple times where you got hit with some negatives. Uh, the, the jet sweep got popped for a negative. I think you had one um, you know, one counter where that kid Mustafa for Wake is a really good safety. I mean, if, if he sees it, he pulls and he goes. FSU got a little revenge, though, by going after some of those safeties in the pass game, and did they ever. They really uh, – they, they torched that Wake Forest secondary. And if you go back and listen you know, to the preview episode, I mean, we did say, guys, we don't really know how good this Wake Pasty is because they've not been tested by a good quarterback. We know that they have, I think, a decent run defense. We know they have a defense that's you know, top half, probably top third in the country, but you know, not top ten as some of the advanced numbers were showing, um, you know, early on. So, look, FSU gets backed up a little bit on the first drive. Jordan Travis does some magician stuff to get out of it. I thought that was really, really nice. I mean, heck, I think the play that they score on in 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 uh, in the first drive, basically, like, 
I don't, was Jordan even ready for the snap or was the rest of the line even ready for the snap? It, it seemed like a kind of a weird sequence there, but Wake was so concerned by the by the formation because I think you were running quads or, or trips into the boundary that uh, that they didn't really cover the, the quarterback scramble and they lost contain. So touchdown, Knowles there. You know, defensively, you you held them to basically nothing for the entire first half, right? Would they have one, you know, one decent drive in the first half? At the half, I think they had 92 total yards. And, I mean, over half of that, yeah, at, at the half, Wake had 75 total yards. Three-quarters of those yards were on one run. I, I have a hard time faulting the defense for really anything in the uh, – um, in, in the first half. And that's the kind of effort you want, right? You know your offense is banged up. We know the offensive line is banged. We talked about all the receiver injuries. No Johnny Wilson, no Hill, no Hakeem Williams. And yet, you go, the defense says, we're just not going to allow this game to really ever be in doubt because we're just going to shut these guys down. You had nine tackles for loss and four sacks in the first half. That's the kind of just step on the throat effort from the defense that you want. Because against this level of opponent, I, look, am I confident they're going to come out and score 40? Not always. Am I confident they're going to come out and score, I don't know, like high 20s at worst against a Wake team? Yeah, I am. And that really is a, a number that would have got you today's win in, in very comfortable fashion uh, because the defense came out and really stuffed him out. I was surprised they played Griffiths, by the way. And I I don't really know. Look, everybody's a competitor. You only get 12 games a year. It sucks to sit if you're physically able to play. Man, FSU also hit that kid a lot today. A whole lot. I mean, five sacks and I, I think probably more uh, more hits on him. They they need two more wins to make a bowl in Winston-Salem. And I, I don't I don't know. Will, will they get him? I guess we'll have to see. Really nice job by the defense. Uh, verse, a couple sacks. Patrick Payton played well before he went down. Byron Turner saw him pretty active. In the first half, I thought all the corners really were just all over these routes. I mean, they're like, oh, it was almost, uh, you know, al al almost caught. There's nothing there. Your, your pocket compressing this guy, not allowing him to get out of the pocket, and you're, you're matching routes really well. That was a nice defensive effort for, and admittedly, a, a bad Wake Forest offense. But that's what you want to do to a bad offense. Um, Keon is like pretty ridiculous, honestly. And I thought Jordan made some nice throws in this game too. So, you know, 359 for him, three touchdowns. You, you had to know that Mike Norvell, uh, he, had, he and Atkins just had to be celebrating almost as soon as the ball was snapped on that screen pass with, with how Wake matched your motion. And the, what it looked like you were going to be able to get there uh, was, I mean, I didn't know the play was coming, but like obviously they did, and Wake did not. So that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty nice. And then maybe about twenty yards into the screen pass, they had to be like, oh my god, please block somebody because like this this should probably score or be like a fifty yarder. And then uh, you know Benson scoots through, and and I I thought that was the play that really. I thought that was the play that sort of just iced it, right? That that made it 24-7, you know, with with what, four minutes left in the half. You, you knew you were not going to have to punt and do some weird thing. Wake was going to be stuck with poor field position. And I think you really had to have some real question in your mind, like could Wake actually get to 24 in 
in their best case scenario? And I think the answer to that largely was no, ultimately. So the the screen pass to Trey Benson, I thought, was, was pretty huge. And you have a, a series there where Jordan throws five consecutive passes of more than 25 yards. Now, two were called back, uh, one for an OPI on Keon, okay, uh, one for a holding. All right, but still, I think five consecutive uh, you know, plays there are going for more than 25 yards in the air is impressive. Like, this is a team that did not have a major letdown. Now, there are some stuff we can nitpick, certainly, like some problems in terms of, you know, the like allowing allowing pressure, some of the chemistry between Jordan and like, you know, Kentron, Darion, Jakai was not really there. That's not super surprising. Those guys don't work with him a lot in practice as compared to, you know, Johnny and Hill and recently Hakeem. Pretty nice day, you know. Uh what if you have zero turnovers? Probably could have had one. You know, I think if you, if you kind of do the whole fumble lock stuff, one to two would have been appropriate. Uh, so, you know, if you play this game again, do I think FSU wins by more or less? I, I don't know. Probably probably about the same, but I, I think, you know, it'd be more of like 37-10-ish, I think, because Wake really only had, you know, one drive uh, before pseudo garbage time coming out of the half. Let's thank our sponsors here. Louisiana Hot Sauce, Tarpon Cellars, Congruity HR. Congruity's new link is in our show notes. Everybody, please make sure to check them out there. Uh, also, oh, the legendary team, 844-FSU-LOAN, 844-FSU-LOAN. Charlie Park, awesome rooftop restaurant in Tallahassee. And Homefield, use promo code NOLCAST with Homefield to get your discount. Uh, prize picks as well. Of course, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm my three for three so far on the prize picks we gave out on the NOLCAST Twitter handle. I think I am. That's uh I'll take that all day. So anyway, um, got to be pretty happy with this performance, right? This is a, you're, you're favored by 20, 20 and a half. Wake actually chooses to play their starter. You abuse them. And like Wake's not a terrible, terrible team. They're not good, but they're not like bottom. They're not bottom 50 in the country, right? They're somewhere like, on a power rating standpoint, somewhere between like a three and a negative three, which puts them like a Colorado-ish, right? Uh, maybe a little better because of the defense. So, yeah, pretty pretty happy overall with the performance. I, I think you have to be. Uh, looking back, like I was watching through some of the key plays too, I, I thought you did a nice job with some of the early down runs. You didn't allow a ton of tackles for loss uh, from like D linemen is what I'm trying to say here. You had a couple times where safeties really shot through and hit it, but you didn't have a lot of stuff where like your offensive line just turned guys loose who were right in front of them and got whipped and got you. So uh, got to be fairly happy with that. Now, the second half, look, I've talked about this before. I, they're not going to call holding every play. You get away with holding two. I, I didn't think the officiating was like insane for the whole game. I, I did think that the refs were essentially marching Wake Forest down the field there to open the half. And it just seemed like, okay, you're you're getting flagged for being a physically superior team. And this is I, back when I ran Tomahawk Nation. I used to call it protectionist officiating. 
and I, and I really believe that like certain teams in the the ACC, they would get preferential calls just as a matter of like human nature, right? So, you know, if if Bama's playing Vandy. Vandy's going to get away with some holding because if they didn't, you would probably call them for holding on what a third of their pass plays. And I think you had a little bit of that going on here too. It's like, okay, way can be a little chippy. Florida State can definitely be a little chippy. And I thought the refs were trying to get a handle on it, especially because FSU was up you know, 34 to seven and they're out there slamming guys. So could you call that foul? Sure. Should you call that foul? That one, I think probably not. Um, some of the holds were pretty ridiculous. Uh, shoot, uh, Gilbert Edmond was, I, I mean, that was like just Hulk Hogan, just takedown style. So that was not great. Um, but still let's step back for a second. Just think perspective. You know, you have, you have a win over a conference opponent by 25 points on the road. You have to feel pretty good about that. Um, uh, you had a defense that in the second half played a lot of backups, man, a whole lot. And that is important, right? You want your guys to have fresh legs. Offense hit some explosive plays, want to find more consistency with the drop back game overall. I think if you get some of those receivers back, that will certainly be um, something that will improve. And then with them, you, I think you still want to see it more. We, we've talked about this before on the show. What else did I have here in my notes? Yeah, pass pro against three-man rush continues to be uh, an, an issue. Uh, the one kind of, I guess, disappointing play from a communication standpoint, down in the low red zone, you have uh, – it's AZ, and I think it's Dent. Uh, AZ and Dent are playing – or maybe it's AZ and 38. It, one of the two. And you can see AZ point and he, like, like he's trying to pass off the receiver and uh, and the, the receiver doesn't get passed off. So they, they find the soft spot to convert what I think was like a third down there in the uh, in, in the low red zone for their only uh, touchdown of the second half. Um, but again, like we're kind of nitpicking this stuff. Six of 16 on the day for Griffiths. Don't believe they let the backup quarterback throw a pass, which, you know, kind of makes sense, I guess. Uh, you did run for 126. Now, Travis was 29 of that. You know, Trey, 10 for 55, long of 18. Holmes, 4 for 19, long of 16. Uh, you know, Hill, 5 for 11. Um, but you, you look at this, 45% rushing success rate. Um, that's actually not that bad. Right. So it, it was AZ and Dent. Yeah. Um, so they, they they miscommunicated. I'm sure that'll be something for FSU to clean up and, and, and discuss. Um, no, when I say they didn't let the backup throw, I I mean, they, they didn't let the Wake Forest backup throw. And maybe that's why they played Griffiths, because that kid is so, uh, um, so, you know, poor um, at, at playing. All right. So. Yeah, Rodemaker got in, throws that nice little glance RPO that, that he likes to throw. Uh, yeah, I guess the backup quarterback was sacked, but he didn't actually get a pass off. That's probably pretty indicative. Ten tackles for loss on the day. Uh, five sacks. I mean, success rate-wise, extremely good for you on the day. I mean, 26% success rate holding them to is fantastic. 
Now, big plays. I mean, you had one play allowed that went for more than 20 yards. You had two 20s and 19 and 16. The 51 yarder was really kind of the thing. I mean, a quarter of Wake's production on the day came on that 51 yard run, basically. So, I mean, punting overall was good. You had the one kind of iffy punt. You'd like to see uh, Fitzgerald not miss that one down there, but overall in the day, uh, fine. And, and, and Norvell and staff clearly trust him. And uh, yeah, I, I think you have to be pretty happy with a win like this. It's another win. You are now one game away from clinching a spot in the ACC championship game. You have not been there in a long time. That was the main thing that we said we wanted to see this year as like the main first goal. You need to win enough games to get to the AC title game. Next goal is to win the AC title game. Next goal is to try to get to the college ball playoff. And if you get there, like they say in the movie Major League, you might as just well win the whole damn thing, right? Pretty solid day overall. Uh, no fourth downs attempted. I did get a pretty interesting email question on the fourth downs, um, which we will discuss on the Monday show. Probably going to do the show Monday, not Tuesday, uh, because of the, um, uh, what you call it? Oh, it's Halloween on Tuesday, so there's 0% chance I'm going to be able to do a show on uh, on 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 Tuesday evening. Yeah, 210 yards allowed, 508 for take out the, the two kneel downs. So like 511 to 210. That's a dominant effort. Wasn't always pretty down to down, but you didn't have a lot of super ugly and you had a lot of really nice. Nice little Saturday. Hope everybody who hit, hit Snuggy Hill uh, enjoyed it. I know my parents did. And I uh, will see you guys back again here on Monday, I think. Uh, what's the Halloween costume looking like? Whatever my wife tells me is probably what I will be wearing. I uh, I don't shop a lot during during the, the college ball season. So if she's bought me something cool, if not, um, I grow the beard out a little more. She thinks it looks like Hank Williams Jr. So maybe maybe cowboy hat with that. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. All right, guys. Um, I will see you all soon. Everybody have a great Saturday. And next week is Pitt.